0: Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV.
1: I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. Today we are discussing the Netflix documentary series Beckham, which is a four-episode series about, you guessed it, David Beckham. But first, TV news. Um, What do you have for us this week, Jordan?
0: Um, Well, I saw that the after-party was canceled oh my gosh what really yeah and i actually like we just watched it and i couldn't remember if they left us off on a big cliffhanger or not did they like of maybe like the a future murder case or something i feel like maybe it's fine to end it there i guess
1: i don't think they did because i think it and like the way it ended was like them like visiting tiffany haddish's character on set oh so it was pretty satisfying yeah yeah
0: it was like it was a pretty good ending as is wow that's that's sad mostly for like how great the casts were i know and it would be fun to see i mean it is fun to see like oh what what genres are they gonna take on but oh well two seasons it's okay
1: it's okay we were there we remember it all too well it was rare (laughs) (laughs) um did you see the teensy little preview of joe curie in the new fargo season five
0: no i didn't trailer
1: it's like very short and it made me excited because i remembered how great that cast was and it's premiering on november 21st which is my mom's birthday wow
0: happy birthday i'm trying to remember I haven't watched the Ewan McGregor season of Fargo. And because I know I watched one and two and they're really amazing. Didn't watch three. Mm -hmm. I think if season season four is the one with Chris Rock, me and my dad watched that one and Jason Schwartzman. Oh yeah. I forgot that you
1: did. Yeah. And it was good. See, I didn't watch three or four, but I really enjoyed one and two.
0: I feel like four was good. And like it was really good. I feel like one and two had some like I don't it like shocked me more maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm excited about five. That was like a very pointless context for me and
1: Fargo. <laughs> but there you have it. <laughs> well, guess what? This is our podcast, so we can put all of the context <laughs> we want of ourselves as we want. Exactly. Um, did you oh
0: that's it's your turn um i wonder if it was gonna be the same thing the full can't wait trailer for the curse yes uh, yes 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 um i like this trailer a lot because it left me with more questions than i had going in
1: and that was the exact point i was gonna make i really respect that because trailers these days give us too much yeah And I was worried watching it because I was like, I kind of like the ambiguity of the show. And if anything, yeah, I was just more confused as to what is going on. And Benny Safdie's whole look, I am like, what?
0: (laughs) Yes. And I feel like I had in my head like kind Mm -hmm. of a frame for what the show was-ish. I think I was very wrong. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm very, it made me more intrigued and very confused. And it was, it's really weird seeing Nathan Fielder play a different, like a character that's not playing himself, quote
1: unquote, like it was very, very interesting. Yeah. Like it's weird to see him playing like a normal guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like expressing him, like being expressive and yeah, like showing emotion was, yep. it was strange.
1: I normally probably wouldn't talk about this, but um, I feel like Suits just like has been in the being mentioned all over the place recently. I don't know why. And I also have a friend who's really rewatching it right now and like trying to convince me that I should rewatch it. Did you watch it? I've never watched it. Have you? No. I've seen like the first episode and I didn't like it. I am surprised. I kind of feel like the narrative around suits has been skewed. Like I was looking at it on IMDb and it has an 8.4 star rating. And I'm like, wait, is this show actually good? But I like just didn't know. Like, I feel like the narrative has been like, this show was kind of cheesy and like, um, Megan Markle was in it, you know? Mm-hmm. But really it seems like it was like, pretty well liked and potentially like a good show
0: my narrative of it is that exact thing cheesy and megan Markle was on it and it's always boys always like it and it seems kind of like oh, a boy fantasy show where it's like i'm a oh. i'm hot i'm a lawyer and there's these like and i work with like sexy smart girls that's my narrative from not watching more than the first episode because that's also the vibe that i got from the first episode whenever i watched it a million years ago I feel like anytime a girl likes it, she's always been watching it with her husband because her husband loves it. So maybe that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> but I I've never been interested in watching more suits because I was like, I don't think that's for me.
1: There's too many episodes, I think, for me to ever get into it. But I was just like truly shook when I saw that it had an 8.4 out of 10. Because like Succession has an 8.9 out of 10.
0: That is weird. Like
1: I do feel like.
0: Am I? I'm being a conspiracy theorist, maybe, but it's like the things that get awful ratings on IMDb, you like like five or below, are often tanked by guys hating on like woke girl stuff, like the new Little Mermaid or something, things like that. Like, and if they all love suits, they're all gonna rate suits highly. <laughs> so I don't know. I I don't really. I'm. I I guess I have a really anti-suits agenda somehow i don't intend to have (laughs) i never knew and
1: i'm i'm i love it i just feel like i i I love learning these new things i had
0: heard it was uh fun or something and so i i started it once and i was like i don't really like it like i'm not into this maybe it maybe it gets better as it goes on or something
1: yeah it's hard to judge a show off a pilot for sure and what was Um, and also
0: i also judge it because it's not like there's plenty of like TBS USA shows that I I loved watching. There's just so many shows it's that that were on, and my brother my brother was obsessed with all of them like Burn Notice, things like that. And so Suits was like an, I always thought it was like another show like that, you know. I didn't think of it as prestige, but there's a lot of good shows that aren't prestige.
1: Yeah, all of this is to say <laughs> back to my piece of news is that apparently a Suits companion series is in the works and it's not a reboot or a sequel. But would be new characters in a new setting. I,
0: I actually saw a tweet saying that because someone was like, well, before the news, not knowing the new setting part, but they were like in the Suits universe. They were like, so it'll be in New York. <laughs> Very. I weird. need to, and th- I am. I don't even know what
1: I'm saying anymore about suits. <laughs> I think the suits conversation has been completed. Yes. For two girls who have never watched suits.
0: <laughs> I wonder. One thing I'll say too. I wonder if like, would it hold up if I if I gave it another chance? Like, or does it kind of like you had to be
1: there? You know. Well. The person that's... I, my friend that's watching it right now, like, just started it and never seen it. Oh. So... I thought you said it was a rewatch. So that is different. That's different. Yeah. Wow. And, like, I think I saw um one of our favorite tweeters, the one that works at Netflix. Mark? That you had me follow on Instagram. Mark. Mark. Mark Snedeker has been watching it. Hmm. I think.
0: So... There must be some kind of wokeness to it that... Yeah. That That's actually interesting because my vibe was like straight culture. So mm-hmm. that's much more intriguing if it's actually not straight culture to watch Suits. Yeah. So just we'll save that idea for later. <laughs> for like a very rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> it is gonna have to be real rainy. How many seasons are oh there? Oh my gosh.
1: There are well now I'm looking at burn notice. Um <laughs> thirteen <laughs> seasons. Or no wait, nine seasons. Nine seasons. That is so many. A hundred and thirty four episodes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's wild at least the seasons are short so anyway 10 episode
0: seasons that's kind of shocking for a show from 2011
1: well that's true Grey's Anatomy would never No,
0: 2011 to, to 2019 that is that is very long that's crazy
1: um my last piece of news is that there's uh, they're working on a JFK limited series at Netflix, and uh, I'm intrigued. And apparently, the co-writer of Killers of the Flower Moon, Eric Roth, is going to be writing and executive producing. Ooh. So, haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet, but I already know that sounds rave good. reviews. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for our top three, we are ranking our top three pop culture power couples that we would like to have documentaries on. Jordan, who's one of your couples?
0: Um, my number three is, it's it's actually dark, but I said, um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis.
1: Ooh, that is very
0: dark. I'm thinking like, I I would like to watch, um go through their history as co-stars to old friends to married and having kids and then in the documentary hopefully it would kind of catch all the drama with what's his name masterson stuff Danny Masterson. it mm-hmm. would be very very intriguing it's kind of like the jinx yes situation
1: <laughs> yeah caught oops we're recording a hot mic moment yeah. Totally. They just happened to be filming when all that went down. That
0: would actually be so funny. Oh, that would be a great episode of the documentary of them staging their apology video or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 okay, yeah. I'm here for it. Um, my number three is Greta Gerwig and Noah Bombach. Um very good. Especially right now with, like, Greta being on, like, such a high and Noah's been kind of, like, mm, just, like, dragging along a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in that dynamic of, like, two people who love to make movies and also have a family and are married to each other. The movie Fair Play on Netflix deals with a very similar dynamic, I feel like. And so now I'm just, I've been thinking about couples who are in the same industry and I'm intrigued by them.
0: It is very intriguing. Like it would, it makes sense that you're going to meet someone and fall in love with someone that you work with or something. Or it's like, you're, you're, this is your lifestyle. Like you're probably going to, your personal life is going to enter it as well. But it's your career too. And they work on like every movie together. like that is that must be kind of good the best and the worst, I feel like. Yeah, totally. Hmm. That's a really good answer. Thank you. Um, my number two, I said Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Um, they're just perfect. They've they're still very hot, which. Like, in Beckham, that's a very important part of it, is that they're both still very hot. It is a very important part. And, um... Also, they're just, like... I'm so... Like, they have this... A blended family. They have a trans daughter. And they're, like, very outspoken and supportive. And they just seem like they have, like... It just seems like a very healthy, happy, loving family. And they're mm-hmm. both they're both also like very famous in different industries kind of like Beckham the Beckhams and
1: that's always really interesting too It's funny you say that because um at the end of the Beckham series I was thinking about Dwayne Wade because um how he like becomes a manager of a soccer team Yeah and Dwayne Wade is one of the owners of the Jazz the Utah Jazz and So he's a very popular figure in Utah now. And I probably wouldn't even know about that really if I didn't live in Utah. But um, I forgot about that. But yeah, I am very intrigued by them and love anything I see about them. So I would watch that series as well. Um, My number two, I said Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez. Mm. I was just trying to think of like mysterious people that I want to see more of and like know their story and they're dynamic and, like, see them together. And they are so mysterious. They, very yeah, totally. And they seem, like, the quotes from them are funny. They're, like, very entertaining people. Yeah. Like, Eva seems very funny and Ryan, obviously, is the biggest charmer in Hollywood, I would say. So, like, but we just haven't really gotten to see them. Like, we have, like, little clips here and there from, like, interviews. But... I want to see them sitting down on a couch and talking for hours and hours.
0: Totally. Well, and he's so intriguing, too, because, like, he's obviously in the public more than Eva is. But we don't really know, like, it's not like he's around bearing his soul. Like, doesn't he kind of seem like maybe a little guarded? But, like, he's so fun and charming that it kind of, like, he's like, I'll show you this side. And, like, wouldn't it be fun to see, like, their real lives? Yes. Very. I want it. I want that too now. Um, My number one. Some of the OGs. I said Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They're just mm. icons. Be so fun. I would love to watch a documentary about their history. They've co-starred in movies together. They have so many famous kids. That, that would be a fu- really fun aspect of it too. And like also their family life because like um Kate Hudson and the least famous child probably Oliver Hudson (laughs) as seen on and just like that for a brief brief second um memorable memorable scenes but (laughs) he wasn't in it that much (laughs) but like I think that Kurt Russell like he's not their he's he's not their biological dad but I think they've posted like about him on Father's Day and stuff and it's like Like, he became our dad, basically. And, like, that's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I would
1: like to know more about everything. Yeah, I agree. And they are at the perfect age where I think that something like that would be really good and interesting. Yes. I think what's hard is that, like, a lot of people are, like, still kind of, like, fresh in their relationship. Like, David and Victoria have been married for a long time. So, like, it's fine. But they're still relatively young. Like, their oldest boy like just barely he's still really young i don't know how old he is but like he just got married but, like their youngest girl was still like so young <laughs> like look she looked like she was like 14 or 15 so it's like they still have a lot of life ahead of them and it's true um could just add on i guess to the series later on down the road mm-hmm. but yeah goldie and kurt seem like they're at the perfect age to kind of have a full series and i'd love it my number one i said beyonce and jay-z because they also are so mysterious and i just i love seeing them together and need more of that and want to hear them talking about their relationship yeah we'll never get it but a girl can dream
0: it would be really interesting like Maybe they would, but it would be, like, it wouldn't really maybe be that vulnerable, you know? Like, probably not. It would be, I feel like it would be very, very controlled, but I would still like to see it.
1: hmm Wow.
0: Good power couples. guess we'll
1: see. Seriously. And really interesting, because, like, a lot of them are from the same exact industry like it's not even yeah. like a singer and an actor
0: i know well i it is funny because i i mean it's kind of like power couples are like trending like crazy right now because like everyone's watching the beckham documentary obviously everyone we're all losing our insert bodily function <laughs> i can't control my bodily functions when i think about taylor swift and travis kelsey anymore <laughs> Um, I lost, I lost the momentum to say shit. (laughs) Um, and then there was something else that I was seeing. I don't know. There's some, I just feel like there's, there's like power couples everywhere right now. And it is kind of more fun when
1: they aren't both actors or both singers.
0: Like there's something kind of intriguing
1: about that. Well, when there's two fandoms colliding, it's just like, we don't know how to act and it's yeah. like just very fun to watch whether you are a fan of that person or not totally um so yeah like I was thinking about Taylor and Travis a lot um while watching this Beckham documentary like one of my notes is did David and Victoria walk so that Taylor and Travis could run I kind of think it's so very yeah
0: it really is
1: it's wild. It
0: really is. Like, those are my favorite parts of the documentary. Um, which I I liked it. Um, I do wish that they'd have kind of more, um, Spice Girl Victoria history as well, because it really what it really was was a sports documentary about David Beckham.
1: Yeah, we were kind of bamboozled a little bit. I feel like mm-hmm. like I saw all the clips online. I saw were of Victoria and david like talking about each other or like spice girls things Mm -hmm. and so i thought there would be more of that but clearly the internet was just picking up those couple of things because those were the most interesting parts to the general population i would say i don't know if what i'm saying is like offensive
0: no i don't think so i think there's something specifically about victoria beckham too because and she talks about it like her image was like not vulnerable I'm a basically a brick wall you know like I'm I'm not gonna smile I'm not gonna but she's actually like really funny and like feisty and like I I think their their interactions were always really cute and funny even the footage that they have when they were like first dating and stuff was like really sweet and cute and so I feel like that was so intriguing To see all these other sides that are totally opposite of, like, her persona. That was Mm -hmm. just... I mean, the posh spice persona was, like, I'm, like, high fashion. I am the serious one kind of thing. And so that was really cute to see her, like, pretty down to earth. It was really interesting. So I feel like it makes sense that those things
1: were, like, the most intriguing. Yes. And I obviously, like my the things i follow online are lean toward more towards uh fashion and pop culture and like spice girls than like sports so yeah it makes sense that that's the stuff i've seen true but yeah i agree all my favorite parts were um mostly when she was talking or when there was footage from their history of dating and their wedding and then like at the very end it It shows them together and like you get to see them together, which one of my complaints of the documentary is that like they should have been interviewed together, especially like for the parts where they're like talking about like where they lived and how they Mm. liked living there. And like I didn't like that they were separate. Like I I thought I think it would have been more interesting and fun to like see them because they would be like. they would be talking about the same exact time but clearly have different interpretations of what happened at that time and i think it would have been more fun if they could have like said those interpretations and then similar to that one clip where like david's correcting her and is like no tell him that you really didn't like you did not like grow up in like a common family yeah like that's i wanted more of that i loved seeing them together and i just think like it would have been fine if david was like talking about his football stuff on his own but like the times where they were like talking about stuff together is like their family I would have liked it better if they were together
0: yeah I would have liked that especially their chemistry is just so fun that I would I yeah I I agree I think I would have liked that
1: more well, and I kind of felt like he was kind of mean about her, and like kept saying things that were kind of like he was clearly sarcastic, and that's clearly the kind of relationship that they have. But they felt more mean than I think they would have come across if they would have been together because she couldn't defend herself. Hmm. Yeah. I
0: overall, I did. I liked it. I um even though like I I don't know anything about soccer really. I did think that there was enough touch points to the Beckham's effect on pop culture to keep me interested. Like just like all he has to do is get a haircut and everyone goes crazy and has to have the same haircut. And it's like international news that he shaves his head. Like stuff like that was really fun. Um It is just so like I, it, parts of it definitely gave me flashes back to um like, the Britney Spears documentaries of just, like, how brutal tabloids were back then. Um, it's it's just, like, like, they're dangerous. Like, it's just... So that was really interesting. Um, I don't think... It was definitely too long. I don't think it needed to be four episodes. I feel like a lot of the different... For me, personally, which of not knowing I was going to be watching a sports documentary. I think a lot of the um stuff in his career could have been condensed. A lot, but I did crack up about the when he finally when he goes to America and they're just like embarrassing. Like that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all like the prestige teams that he like I feel like it think different things about soccer kind of made more sense to me after watching this, like kind of like the gravitas of playing for these these specific like teams that have such a long they're like legendary teams you know and then setting it up for then he goes to play for this most random la team but but it was better for his family so i don't know that stuff was really intriguing to me
1: yeah that makes sense um i i felt like i didn't hate it but i also i was bored a lot i it felt to me like it was like this is a story that David Beckham wants to tell. And clearly, like, I pr- I wasn't the target demographic, which is fine. Um, but I will say, like, it's not the sports of it all because, like, I loved Full Swing on Netflix, which is the golf, like, documentary series. Um, I think it would just, like, to me, it felt like this is the story. I think I just said this. But, like, this is the story David wants to tell. And there was no, like, they rarely they didn't get into the drama as much as I would have liked. Um, like for mm-hmm. example, when they talk about the affair, it's just like, and al- there, there was a mention of, of an affair in the tabloids, but then like, it was so ambiguous that I'm like, so did the affair happen? And yeah, I almost thought I
0: missed something. Talking about like, it. Like, I was like, was that, did I like kind of zone out when they were saying like a resolution? because
1: there like, wasn't one. No, there was not. And like, uh, well, we haven't even mentioned this yet, but Fisher Stevens, aka Hugo from Succession, it's just like so weird to hear. He you hear his voice a lot, like he you're hearing him like asking questions a lot. Um, which every time that kind of happened, it felt like David was like, "Okay, now ask me this." <laughs> 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 and um, so anyway, those are those were my like hesitations about this um I felt like they could have gone deeper and it could have been a little bit more interesting um but like it kept my attention I wasn't like so 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 bored that this was like hard for me to watch like it was pretty easy to watch and um I mean David Beckham was like my biggest crush when I was a kid so like really (laughs) I yeah like I I had a picture of him like taped to my folder and I, like, can remember the picture exactly. I want to find it online. You have to. But, like, and, like, I also, I've really been intrigued by his son, Brooklyn, and his wedding and, like, the drama with his new spouse. And, like, I <laughs> I didn't think they would get into that stuff, but I'm, like, honestly, that wedding in general seems like it was a little bit more interesting <laughs> than a lot of, <laughs> of the content in these four episodes. Like, they were going to have Wendy's key to their wedding. Or maybe they did have Wendy's key to their wedding. Which I just, like, I think is the most interesting (laughs) thing in the whole entire world. But whatever. That's part two. That's Beckham 2. Yeah. I hope so.
0: That's so funny. I was actually kind (laughs) of glad they didn't get too far into the kids as celebrities now, you know? Because I was like, there's also something that's, like really cringe about brooklyn beckham like like his chef videos i
1: think that's what i wanted
0: it <laughs> i wonder if they were like i wonder if like fisher stevens is like okay like do you want to talk about like oh brooklyn is blah, blah. and they were probably like no <laughs> no like he he'll just keep
1: doing his little hobbies <laughs> Uh, well I what I they also didn't really talk about like if any of their kids are like like clearly their kid Romeo has, has is like plays soccer but like I couldn't tell if it's like he's like playing to like and is really good and is going to like go professional or not like I, I was curious about that like how big of a role soccer plays into like their kids lives
0: yeah it's kind of interesting they didn't talk about that because such a huge part of it was how obsessed his dad was Mm-hmm. and like was kind of mean about it you know so it's like it would have been yeah. interesting it's like oh i didn't want to like force it on my kids or something yeah but it was like i was just thinking about your folder that had david beckham on again i mean like he might be he's one of the world's most beautiful people that's ever lived mm-hmm. like the old footage and him now like it's like
1: how does a person look like that that's crazy well, no, he looked young for so long. Yeah. Like, even by the time he got to L.A., which is like, I remember when all that happened. Totally. Like, he still looked so young. And I'm like, how much time is passing? Because like you look almost the same age as like when they first showed you his first playing. It was crazy. Anything else you have to say about the this? My one last thing is the all these
0: football. Co- one of my notes is football coaches are some of the most petty people on Earth. And I was, and they didn't even try to hide it. It was like no one was. They're just like bench him for no, like kind of for because he was like talking to other teams and clubs and stuff. It's like, so you're gonna lose because you're mad. Like it's just wild.
1: (laughs) You're gonna lose because you're mad. Well, it's just so
0: funny because it's like I feel like women get such a bad rap out in the world, but like look at athletes, male athletes. You know, like they're babies the coaches literally even.
1: babies and yeah I agree that was another takeaway for me too and also I know this co- has been like a conversation for a bit but like seeing like the dedication of the fans and like um all of that it's just like made me remember how like misogynistic it is of like people hating on girls being like Swifties or mm-hmm. any being interested in pop culture in general when it's like you're so dedicated to a sports team that like you will you will literally like say the most disgusting things on the planet because you don't like that someone went to a different team yeah (laughs) it was wild it's it was very wild to see yeah and
0: it's like fandoms if you sports team like you're in a fandom Yes. So, yes. Um. Oh, one final thing, actually, final thing. I saw a tweet that was really funny and accurate. Was that this documentary is like if they made a documentary about like if Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso were a real person. He's very <laughs> David Beckham
1: vibes. One hundred percent. I liked that. And idea. honestly, I did. I was grateful for the ted lasso background knowledge i had about um football in england because i think it made me appreciate this even a little bit more yeah totally specifically just those those seats that they sit in when they're like on the bench (laughs) yeah i was like oh yeah i've seen those in ted lasso (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and i was
0: thinking about it like speaking of like the nasty fans it's like ted lasso is that is like a really like watered down version they never got as nasty as real life which was kind of wild but um yeah actually I feel like I did have like fresh
1: context totally so there you go well I'm interested to hear who your crush of the week is
0: well I feel like I was Beckham pilled by this documentary (laughs) I'm like I'm a stan (laughs) I I love David Beckham I I think I love them both equally now I really do wish there was more Victoria in the whole thing though. I mean, they didn't even talk about her as a, like becoming a fashion designer and anything like,
1: no, I would like,
0: I would really like to see a part two that was her only, you know, that would actually be really good. And I'm sure they have plenty of footage. Um, so yeah, I guess can I, I, my crush is both of them, I guess. I, I (laughs) was,
1: well, I was wanting, I was wanting you to choose David and I was going to choose Victoria. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll do that. (laughs) Um, just because I just, I loved seeing her. She really has been kind of mysterious and I think misunderstood. Yes. And, um, she was just like, I loved the, I loved her when she was wearing her those jeans. She was just like so pretty. And. Seemed like pretty down to earth and like funny and sarcastic. And yeah, I just want to see more of her. Mm -hmm. I loved the part when she called him Golden Balls and then they
0: ended up calling him Golden Balls like forever. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious.
1: That was very funny. (sighs) I loved that. Well, it was fun to relive a very specific moment in time and it felt very nostalgic. And yeah. informational. And dear Netflix and Fisher Stevens, we hope you're working on a Victoria leaning. Episode uh, part two. Okay, well, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.